Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Sunday, November 19th. The Jaguars, they have slain. The Tennessee Titans, complete game for the Jaguars, complimentary football, special teams, offense, defense. Jaguars get it done 34-14 to 14 over their bitter arch rivals. We begged for it. We got it. A Calvin Ridley game. Awesome game for Calvin Ridley. Awesome game for Trevor Lawrence. Zay Jones was back, made some plays for the Jaguars. I think he certainly helped open things up for the Jaguars passing attack. No Devon Hamilton, no Tyson Campbell, no Jamal Agnew, no problem for your Jacksonville Jaguars. Looking at early in the game, first drive, punt for the Jaguars was disappointing. The run game was looking a little anemic like it had throughout the last few weeks. No blocking up front for the Jaguars running game early, but the Jags did stick with it, and we will get to that. The Titans, they were moving the ball down the field on their first drive. First couple drives got a big Chris Moore run. Um, They were able to slow things down, the Jaguars did, with a Will Levis fumble. He fumbled a high snap. Boye went and got it. That kind of started the avalanche for the Jaguars in this game. Foye Lewican was so good for this defense, but looking back at the offensive side of the ball, getting things going there, Calvin Ridley was big early for the Jaguars. Had a third down catch early, uh, defensive pass interference, the next drive, and then the touchdown to get the Jaguars on the board, 7-0. A beautiful touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence to Calvin Ridley, and Calvin Ridley was aligned from the slot on that play. We've talked about it. We want to see Calvin Ridley used in more ways than just putting him out at X, having the defense run press coverage against him and not giving him much of a chance to get going early. Uh, I think the Jaguars were able to do that in this game. I think Press Taylor and Doug Peterson deserve some credit for getting him going. Probably should have been able to do that earlier in the year, but Calvin Ridley, really big day. I loved how they used him in this one. The Jags led 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. Then early on in the second quarter, just one of the funniest plays I've ever seen on a Titans punt, uh, Anthony Kendall was falling back into the end zone, trying to to down the football before it rolled into the end zone. Tried to kick it, then kind of leaped frog in the end of the end zone. If you watched the game, you saw it. It was a pretty hilarious play, and the officials didn't really know how to handle uh, that call for a while. So it was just an interesting, funny little play. Titans player not getting the job done. Officials struggling to make a call, as we've seen quite a bit throughout the 2023 season. The referees and officiating crews struggling in the NFL and across the football landscape. But that's neither here nor there. Ezra Cleveland, he came in at left guard. He was traded for a couple weeks ago, right before the trade deadline. The Jaguars moved a six-round pick to get Ezra Cleveland from the Minnesota Vikings. He's a starting caliber guard. Walker Little was still the starter for the Jaguars after the trade. But as you've seen, the Jaguars kind of struggling to get their running game going with Walker Little in there at left guard. They put Ezra Cleveland in, and the running game started improving a bit. Uh, No big surprise there. Ezra Cleveland is a natural left guard. He's a starting caliber player at that position. And Walker Little is a guy who, despite practicing a good bit at left guard over the last couple years under this regime, just simply does not have the experience, uh, the reps in game 
to compete at a high level, in my opinion, against a very talented Tennessee Titans defensive front. So Ezra Cleveland came in and things started improving, in my opinion, against the run. Um, the Jaguars, they, they drove the ball down the field on that next drive. They were forced to take a field goal after Jeffrey Simmons stuffed a third down uh, run, third and short run. But the Jaguars, they got up 10-0 in the second quarter. Lawrence, later on, right after that next drive, connected with Calvin Ridley on a big shot down the field, 34 yards down the sideline to get into the red zone there. Again, the Jaguars could not score in the red zone, but they were able to get the field goal 13 nothing at halftime for the Jaguars. You would have liked more touchdowns from that offense early in the game. Again, they were able to move the ball pretty much at will. Um, they were dominating defensively in the first half against a really bad offense for the Tennessee Titans. 13 nothing lead at halftime. Second half, Jaguars start with the football. Dearness Johnson, he had some big plays for them as RB2 came out in the second half and was uh, toting the rock for them pretty well. This is a guy that... I think you've seen him take over the running back two job in Jacksonville, and we've seen him in Cleveland. You know, whenever Kareem Hunt went down or or Nick Chubb went down, whenever he was able to get carries, Dearness Johnson did really good work for the Cleveland Browns. Jaguars brought him over this year. Um, he's a guy that's very good on special teams as well, and he's he's been really solid for the Jaguars as their RB two uh, the last couple weeks, in my opinion. So good to see him playing at a high level. The Jaguars, for me, they were still having some issues in this game, pre-snap organization and communication. Obviously, you're going to kind of gloss over that in a 34 to 14 win, but I think that's something they still need to improve upon. But they overcame that in the second half in a big way. Lawrence led a touchdown drive on the second. Uh, first drive of the second half he was able to score with his legs then on the next drive it was all Calvin Ridley all drive long Uh, he got his second touchdown of the game everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Calvin Ridley was unbelievable in this one. I mentioned Jaguars fans have been begging for Calvin Ridley to get the ball more. Seven catches for 103 yards, two touchdowns, and an 18-yard run on an, on an end around. Calvin Ridley was spectacular for the Jaguars today. Great game, uh, great game plan by Press Taylor and Doug Peterson to get him involved more often and and just a more cohesive looking game plan, quite frankly, overall for the Jaguars. Obviously, Titans do not have the best offense or defense, but they have a talented defensive front, talented linebackers, and for the Jaguars to be able to put up points the way they did in this one, I think is still a great step in the right direction after what happened last week, certainly. The Titans, they did get a score at the end of the third quarter on a trick play. Probably shouldn't have happened after Caleb on Chason got called for roughing the passer. I thought it was bogus. I thought, if anything, that should have been called on Roy Robertson-Harris who kind of dove in there late, but to me did not look like roughing the passer. But it's it's one of those things in the NFL. It's going to keep getting called. They're going to keep trying to protect the quarterbacks, keep trying to get players to uh, defensive players to just basically not even hit quarterbacks at this point. So that's just the way the league is moving, unfortunately. Uh, a little bit after that, you saw Ross Matisic get a tackle and a forced fumble on punt coverage. One of the very best long snappers in the game. I can't say I'm a long snapping aficionado. Uh, I don't know all the long snappers out there, but I can tell you 
Ross Matisic's ability to consistently snap the ball on, on punts. Fantastic, right? But his ability in punt coverage to get downfield and make plays, uh, make tackles, and then, of course, in this one, a forced fumble. He's one of the best long snappers in the game, and the Jaguar specialists continue to play really well for them. Logan Cook, Brandon McManus was big in this one with some field goals. Um, Tank Bigsby, this is a much maligned player. He was the Jaguars RB2 for a while. Obviously, Dearness Johnson kind of took over that role, but they they did not quit on Tank Bigsby even after a special teams blunder, special teams penalty early in the game. Later on, they turned to Tank Bigsby once they had a big lead to try to get him some more reps, get him some more confidence. And he had a huge fourth down conversion on fourth and short. He ran really hard after that and was able to get another fourth down conversion for the Jaguars. I'm really happy for him. He's a talented player. He's a hardworking player, high energy player that has had some really unfortunate situations and, and uh, you know, fumbles and dropped passes early on in his young career. But he's a talented young player the Jaguars drafted in the third round. I think he's going to end up proving a lot of the people that have been saying that he should be cut, that he should be put on the practice squad, all that stuff. I think he's going to prove these these people wrong over the long run. Tank Bigsby, a talented, hardworking player. I was so happy for him to have some success late in the game for the Jaguars. Uh, you did see Jeffrey Simmons. He was a beast for the Titans. He's always a beast for the Titans. They put him in on offense occasionally. He was uh, blocking up front for Derrick Henry on one run and then was able to actually catch a pass in the end zone late in the game to get the score to 34-14. to Jeffrey Simmons, just an unbelievable player for the Titans, uh, but not enough to get them to even respectability in this football game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, another player who has been much maligned for reasons I can't understand, quite honestly. But he had four touchdowns today, two rushing, two throwing. Unbelievable game by Trevor Lawrence. He has been money against the Titans, really, the last couple years. And he hit 10,000 career passing yards in this one. Third youngest player to ever hit that mark of 10,000 passing yards. Really impressive stuff by Trevor Lawrence, who absolutely is your franchise quarterback. He is going to be a, a stalwart for the Jaguars for years to come. And for anybody who's been doubting him over the last several weeks, I just think you need to put that to bed. You need to put that act to bed and just support your young quarterback because he is awesome. 24 years old and an unbelievable talent, a hard worker, and a leader on this football team. Defensively, you had a lot of good performers. I think Josh Allen and Foye Aluokin led the way. No big surprise there. They were everywhere for the Jaguars defense. Foye Aluokin with 15 total tackles, couple pass breakups, fumbled, recovered, uh, near interception. Josh Allen had two quarterback hits, a sack. This was just uh, about as good as it gets for the Jaguars defense. And again, those 14 points they gave up, it was when the game was out of reach. Uh, This was a dominant performance for the Jaguars. The Jags are back like they never left. They needed a home win. They got it in front of their hometown fans. They needed a division win. They got it. They needed to beat their arch rivals. Got it done. They still have to prove that they can beat the best teams in the league, right? They've struggled a little bit against the Chiefs over the last couple years. 49ers came in here and and handed it to them last week and, of course, uh, lost to the Eagles last year. So I think those have been the top three teams in the NFL the the last couple years. Jaguars haven't been able to beat them. But as of right now, they are 7-3. They're in first place in the AFC South, coming off a huge win against the Tennessee Titans. They have a date next week in Houston with the Texans that will be for the division lead. Whoever wins that game will have first place in the AFC South. 
and it'll be a tight race going down the stretch. Obviously, there's been some shakeups at the top of the AFC in the playoff uh, projections with some quarterbacks going down, some quarterbacks on the Jaguars' schedule coming up, going down Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson. So we'll see how that all shakes out. But really appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate your support of the channel. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out genjag.com shop and pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.